everyone, Carrie Beck here with Homeschool Coffee Break, where we try to help you stop your overwhelm, simplify your life. You can actually take a coffee break, even if you're homeschooling your kids. We are going to talk about some fun activities today. You don't know this. It is take two because I keep having something in my throat. But we are going to talk about some ways that you can encourage your kids to love learning. Um, we're recording this. This is in the wintertime. Lots of times we can't really get outside as much. But there are some fun things that you could do. So let me ask you a question. Before I ask that question, let me just encourage you, wherever you are listening to this, would you please hit subscribe just so we can get these fun activities out to more and more families. We'd love to share. We'd love to help the people in the homeschool community. So hit subscribe, leave us a review. That would be awesome. <clears throat> Maybe that little throat thing isn't going away as much as I thought it was. Let me ask you a question. Do you have boys? do they love sports now, i'm not i mean they may love your typical football baseball basketball ones maybe tennis golf fishing ice hockey skeet shooting my daughter ashley was the state champion skeet shooter in junior high um and tech in texas that's a big deal because there are a lot of people that will do the gun you know the skeet thing maybe you're like no i'm girly girls well do they like to dance that is actually a sport as well. You know, let's face it, that takes a lot of physical activity and strength to be able to do that. There are so many different kinds of sports. And so I want to talk to you today about how you can use sports in your homeschool to encourage a love of learning. Um, one of the stories I've told about many times, and I'll tell a little bit more today is, um, but I want, to, I want you to think for a second. If your child is going to learn to write a one paragraph paper, does it really matter if it's a paper about science and history and what you want or about something that they're interested in? It, the topic doesn't matter. They're going to learn the process. Why not use a topic they enjoy? So let's talk about some different things. I've got about eight or 10 different areas of homeschooling that you can use. A lot of these are related specifically to sports, but you can think about the things that your children love to do and sort of come up with your own ideas. First of all, reading. Find books that your kids would be able to read about that sport, about that sports hero, and then use that book for narration activities or a reading journal if they are older. Um, my son, um, when Hunter was about 11 or 12, um, he was supposed to write a paper. We're going to talk about writing activities as well. And I'm thinking, oh, we're studying the Romans and you could write about the Roman emperor. And he's like, okay, whatever, mom. He did not like history. He likes it now, but he did not like it at all. And the next, I was thinking, okay, we just bought a book about Derek Jeter. He was an outstanding shortstop um, for the New York Yankees baseball team. I wonder if that would be better. And so the next day I said, hey, you know that book we just bought you last week? How about you do a paper about Derek Cheater? Well, you know what? Do you think he did? Do you think he learned more about reading and writing by reading about Derek Cheater or mom forcing him to learn about Caesar Augustus or whomever? I can guarantee you his paper was much better it was more, it was well-crafted. It He was interested in the topic. 
And so that is a real big lesson to me that I'm like, Carrie, it doesn't always really matter the topic. They're going to learn the process. They're going to learn the tools of learning, which is what we're all about. Leadership learning is all about encouraging a love of learning and the tools of learning. We'll be, and for those of you that haven't signed up for the leadership conference that we have at the end of February. We'll have a link there. You can go sign up for the wait page um, and you'll get a free resource, a little gift from us if you sign up for the wait um, list. Um, tools of learning, love of learning. That is part of raising our kids to lead instead of follow the crowd. So use a reading list. We we offer many reading lists in our free activity guides. We have a Super Bowl activity guide and we have a baseball activity guide. Those are two sports ones, definitely. Probably need to put together a basketball one too, or who knows, all other sports. But in those guides, there are reading lists with age-appropriate books that you can read as well. And you can use that for dictation, narration, reading journals. The other thing you can do is use that for discussion starters. Discussion, that is all about critical thinking. Read, write, discuss. That's another aspect of leadership. We want our kids to think critically and biblically and think for themselves instead of follow the crowd. And so that's part of leadership is teaching them critical thinking skills. And you can do this by having them read, keep a reading journal, and then discuss. Perfect time for discussion is dinner time. I still remember when our kids were in high school, Y'all probably don't even know who these baseball players are. Mark, and I'm really doing this because the Super Bowl is right around the corner, but I'm talking about baseball. We'll get to the football in just a minute. But um, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa were up for the home run award or something. They were going to top someone else's award. And we had so many discussions about that because they believed that one of them had been using steroids. And was it right for him to actually get the award if he had been using these you know, muscle pumping things. I don't know. But you know what? It was a natural discussion. Our kids learned to make good arguments. They had to think critically, think about the facts, and then pull an opinion and then share it with our family. That's a lot of learning. That is homeschooling right there. <laughs> Another thing you can do um, is whatever book your kids are reading, you can use it for copy work, um, especially for the younger ones. And there are some easy readers about sports figures as well. So look for those um, too. I've already talked about our writing activity when Hunter had to go and write a five paragraph paper. Let your kids pick their favorite sports hero and write about them when it's time to learn how to write about a person or a five-paragraph paper. For younger kids in writing and language arts, maybe you have them alphabetize all the different teams. Or maybe they're into tennis and you can have five tennis stars and they have to alphabetize them by first name and then alphabetize them by last name. Or maybe... Pickleball, that's a big thing. I don't even know what equipment, but maybe we list all the pieces of equipment and they have to alphabetize those. There's a lot of things that you can do to interact and to, um, to encourage your kids to love it because they're getting to use words and books that they are interested in. A research project. There are so many research projects. This isn't really sports, but I always tease, we never had time to do this, that if Hunter could, back in the day, Xbox was big. I was like, he would love it if he could write his research paper on Xbox, the history of Xbox or the science of Xbox or whatever. You could do a research paper on the history of football. 
How did it ever get started? You could do it on basketball. Let me tell you, I don't have the whole story on the top of my head, but I will tell you this. Basketball started in a school. It was cold outside. They wanted to do something inside and they used a trash can instead of actual um, threaded baskets. And that was at the end. And they were just trying to occupy the kids. Something to that effect. I may not have it all completely right, but I do remember the trash can part. Let them study the history of any sport that they're interested in. Um, along the ideas of history, maybe take all the NFL teams, National Football League, if you're not sure what that is, and get a United States map, North America map, and let them find all of them and put them in the right place and label them. That would be something they could color some of them. I think it's the American Conference and the National Conference. So they could be in two different colors as well. And then you could mark wherever the Super Bowl is. I don't even actually remember. I do know the NCAA, which has already happened by the time you listen to this, um, is uh, their championship is in Houston. So you could do this with college teams. Some of y'all are fiercely active and excited about your college team. You could do this with college football teams or college basketball teams when March Madness happens as well. You could do math. There are so many math things you could do. Graphing, like you could graph all the wins and losses. You could look at the probability of which team could actually win the Super Bowl based on their wins and losses. So you could graph their wins and losses, very simple bar graph for young kids, then pull in percentages, probability for older kids as well. You, There's lots of activities. I'm just naming a few. Science. Let me tell you, when Hunter was doing his Derek Jeter thing, I decided we'll dive completely into baseball. So I found a book on the science of baseball. And, you know, you're throwing a ball and there's a velocity and the arc and the hitting it, all of that stuff. And so we actually studied the history. You could, I mean, the science, you could do the same thing for basketball and football. You could do it for um, skeet shooting. You could do it for tennis. Tennis is coming up. This is probably um, Australian Open Week. And so you could do that as well. I don't know what y'all sports, what you enjoy doing, but do you see how easy it is to actually just pull in a family interest and bring it into homeschooling? And if I were doing this all over again, and this, I have a few more ideas, but, and the Super Bowl was here in a couple of weeks, you know what I would be doing? I would plan that week or two weeks before the Super Bowl, and I would focus pretty much everything on football and Super Bowl activities. Like I said, I've got a free Super Bowl activities with printables that you can use as well. All right, art. You're like, really? Art and football, art and sports, yeah. Let them draw the logos for all of those plays. Like, I mean, Houston Texans, they've got some longhorn with red and blue colors because we're that's our colors, red, white, and blue in Texas. And then you could look at the Rams and that would be something really cool for them to practice drawing that or create their own logo for a, their own imagination team. Maybe if they're really, if they're further up in practice, maybe that you could take a picture of their favorite sports hero and let them draw a portrait. Draw that person's portrait. That would be some art as well. Um, community service. You could actually go volunteer at some of the local sporting events um, near you. 
I'm going to end on this because I think it's one of the most important. I've really started at the top at the beginning because it's leadership skills and we have the ideas of read, write, and discuss to develop critical thinking skills. Um, I'll link to some podcasts that I've talked about read, write, and discuss that you can go figure out how to do that. But that raises our kids to to think critically and make wise decisions as leaders. And I also talked about tools of learning and the love of learning, which is something else that leaders need to do because they should be lifetime learners, constantly learning to be able to bring them, um, to, to lead their group well. But character building. I believe character building is the foundation. It is the base of leadership and it should be the base of your homeschool. And so I want to end with that character building how what a great opportunity to teach your kids about character that maybe they're struggling with maybe they don't have a good work ethic or they give up they they don't have much endurance or perseverance talk about what it takes for a tennis player like Djokovic or Rafa Nadal or Federer to get to the place where they are and there's a lot more tennis players I just named the top three what would it take it takes a lot of dedication, a lot of working out that isn't fun, doing work. It, they have a work ethic. They are going to endure pain sometimes. They may have to endure surgeries. Same with football players, basketball players, um, ice hockey. I can't even imagine what all of that is. Like soccer. I haven't even talked about soccer. And my kids love soccer. Talk about the character of these people, maybe look at, like J.J. Watt is a good example. He used to play here at Houston, um, Texans NFL team, and then he moved to Arizona for a few years, but he is retired. And if you look at his work ethic, he is still working out and still diligent to take care of himself. But it, you could take any sports figure that has been successful and look at them individually to see what kind of character qualities they have and then relate it to your children. Personally, I would take that. And even if they're not a Christian, you can relate it to the Bible. But I'm going to be honest. I have heard more interviews in the last six to 10 months from Christian athletes that are playing in the big leagues, in baseball, in especially NFL. There are so many Christian quarterbacks. I would have them reading the biographies of that. I did. I think it was Russell Wilson back in the day when he first started. Um, I gave Hunter a biography of him because he, he even says right now, I'm just leaving it all up to God. And so there are some strong Christians out there besides the Tim Tebow that most of us know about. Um, I know for me, I'm uh, a Houston Texans fan and they have a brand new quarterback that's like 23 years old. And here's how he starts every interview or almost every interview I've seen. They'll ask him a question. He goes, well, first of all, I want to give thanks to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because I wouldn't be here without him. And then he'll go on and answer the question. That is amazing. He has a platform. And there are so many Christians out there right now that are in the sporting industry that you could give your kids good examples, books to read, character to follow as well. And just see the kinds of things. Look for YouTube videos of some of their interviews and, and talk about it. Go back to reading about them and discussing them as well. Hey, I hope this is helpful. I've got links here wherever you are watching this to our Super Bowl activity guide and printables. We'll put the baseball one. There may be another sporting one that I have forgotten about, but those will definitely be there and you can go get them for free. Hey, I am Carrie back with Homeschool Coffee Break. We'll talk to you next time.